What's up, what's up, what's up? Welcome to the Mitch Davis Show. Friday, November 2nd, live recording of the podcast. What's up, guys? Hope everybody's ready for a full weekend of horse racing and college football. Got a lot of busy college football watching going on this weekend. Also got the Breeders' Cup. We're going to talk about both of those events on the podcast today. It's a big day for the podcast. But first and foremost, a message from our sponsors. Wanted to have some friends over to watch the big game, but don't have enough space. Wish you had an open floor plan so you can pair your game day chili in the kitchen. Watch overtime on the living room TV. If you answered yes, it's your time to call John Anna Halton directly at Century 21. They are licensed realtors with years of experience who can help you find the perfect home in no time. You will be game day ready in no time. Call John Murray and Anna directly at 731-225-5655 or call their office at 731-668-7700. Century 21 is located at 620 Old Hickory Boulevard in Jackson, Tennessee. Next Old Hickory Steakhouse, each office is independently owned and operated. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the podcast and the Facebook live stream. We are talking college football. We are talking Breeders' Cup, a huge weekend in the state of Kentucky. We're going to get to that. First and foremost, let's recap last week. I tell you what, last week was one of the best weeks in the SEC. You had Kentucky going into Missouri, pulling off a huge miracle win. And by the way, shout out to the Missouri fans. They were some of the nicest people I've ever encountered within the SEC. Super fans. They invited us to tailgates. They invited us to hang out with them. So shout out to Mizzou fans. They were awesome people. Kentucky edged out that game 15 to 14. Kentucky seemed dead in the water. They found a way to win. They kept fighting. They kept chipping. And they found a way to win, which is setting up for a massive, massive game. Probably the biggest game in school history for the Kentucky Wildcats. Georgia dominated the Florida Gators 36-17 last week in Jacksonville. Georgia looked impressive. Their quarterback was 17 for 24. Jake Fromm was. DeAndre Swift for Georgia. 12 carries, 104 yards, one touchdown. And Isaac Newton, five receptions, 73 yards for the Bulldogs. They look very good. They kind of answered some questions about their offensive line. Their offensive line has a little bit been stagnant so far throughout the year, but they answered the questions. They came back. They fought hard. They beat Florida, beat their arch rival 36-17 to set up with the game against the Kentucky Wildcats this weekend. Mississippi State beat Texas A&M last weekend. A huge win for the Bulldogs. They got a huge home win. Nitz Fitzgerald was absolutely unstoppable, going 14 for 22, 241 yards, two touchdowns. The Bulldogs won that game 28-13. Vanderbilt 45-31 over the Razorbacks. Tell you what, Vanderbilt looks good here recently. They look really good. I think they could get bowl eligibility. We're going to talk about that later in the show. South Carolina and Tennessee. South Carolina won that game 27-24. Jaron Catanamo for Tennessee was lights out going 27-39, for 207 yards and two touchdowns. Tennessee looks a lot better, but I just don't think they have the talent leading up until uh, this week. You know, and, I, and that's the thing. Tennessee is a good team. I'm actually going to make the trip to Knoxville next weekend. But they just don't have the talent that they need to compete in the SEC. We're going to talk about that. South Carolina Ole Miss this weekend. 11 o'clock kickoff. Let's talk about this game real quick. Jordan Taimu is absolutely lights out for the Rebels. Throwing for 173, 268 yards, and 16 touchdowns. This guy is absolutely been lights out. He's been phenomenal. I think Ole Miss gets the win and gets the bowl eligibility, even though they cannot go to bowl game due to NCAA stuff and this and that. Ole Miss gets the win over South Carolina. 
The line is at even, so it's a pick em game. The over-under on this is 68.5. I'm going to take Ole Miss by a touchdown in this game. I think the difference is that receiving core for Ole Miss and Jordan Tommy throwing at A.J. Brown, throwing the other receivers there at Ole Miss. And, and you know, you have to remember the not nasty wideouts. Even though they lost D.K. Metcalf for the year, you have to give Ole Miss the nod. You have to give the Rebels the nod at home at Vaught-Hemingway Stadium, taking the Rebels in this game. Texas A&M at Auburn. Huge, huge game in the SEC West right here. Auburn is somehow trying to salvage the season. They are two and three in the SEC, five and three overall. AM is five and three, three and two in the SEC. I think difference in this game is going to come down to the quarterback situation and Kellen Mond versus Jarrett Stidham. I think Kellen Mond gets the uh, gets the advantage. And I think Texas AM bounces back from a loss last week against Mississippi State. Beats Auburn at Auburn. I think Auburn has to wait another week or two to get bowl eligible. And, you know, here's the thing. Auburn could be heading to the Birmingham Bowl, which is not a bad bowl game. It's just not what Auburn fans were expecting heading into the season. So the Auburn Tigers lose at home to Texas A&M. And like I said, I think it's going to come down to the 1-2 punch, or the 1-3 punch, basically, at Texas A&M's offense with Kellum. Kellen Mond, Trayvon Williams at running back, and Jay Sternberger at wide receiver. I think those three guys gets Texas A&M to win. And Texas A&M can hold the line of scrimmage unlike they did against Mississippi State. I think Texas A&M wins pretty easy. I think it's going to be one of these uh, blowout-type games. Missouri at Florida, 3 o'clock on the SEC Network. Mizzou is trying to find their first SEC win of the season. They won four, all four of their non-conference, lost all four of the SEC games. They're traveling to take on a ticked-off Florida Gators team. This game right here is going to be huge. This is a huge, huge game in the SEC East. Florida's a six-point favorite. The over-under on that is set at 57. Drew Locke, I think Drew Locke is the difference maker in this game right here, and I think Mizzou is ticked off on how they lost against Kentucky, and they know that Barry Odom's job is on the line. So I'm going to go with Mizzou on the road at Florida to get a huge, huge win for the Mizzou Tigers. Charlotte at Tennessee. Tennessee should win this game, but it's one of these games like last year with UMass. Tennessee is expected to win. They're a 21-point favorite. Jared Catanamo has been lights out for the Volunteers. This is going to be very interesting. I think Tennessee struggles early and then pulls away late and subs up with the matchup against Kentucky next weekend at Neyland Stadium. The Volunteers take this game probably by a touchdown or two. I don't think I don't think Tennessee will blow out Charlotte any means necessary. Louisiana Tech and Mississippi State. Mississippi State's homecoming here. Louisiana Tech has proven that they can beat the big boys. They are one of the best teams in the Conference USA. This is my upset pick of the week outside the SEC. Louisiana Tech, they impressed me last week against UAB. Louisiana Tech's got a great quarterback in Jamar Smith. This dude can flat out throw. Their defense is very stagnant. They, they get in there. They put pressure on the quarterback. Louisiana Tech goes into Mississippi State, into Starkville, and gets a huge win. If you remember correctly, last week, again, I mean last year against Mississippi State, that game was very crazy. It went down the last few possessions. And this game right here, it's going to come down to the offensive line and the defensive line. I think the defensive line for La Tech is better than Mississippi State and has shown that throughout the whole year. I'm going La Tech on the road to get a win at Mississippi State. We're also going to talk a little Conference USA as well. Next game up, Battle of the Bluegrass right here for the SEC East Championship, 2.30 on CBS Sports Network. This game right here is monumental for the Kentucky Wildcats. If they can find a way to win like they have all season long, this sets them up beautifully for the rest of the season, and if not, the rest of the future for the program. This is Kentucky's basically first time I know in probably the last 30 years that are playing for their right to go to Atlanta. 
The crowd is going to be crazy. It's been sold out for at least a month and a half. I think the difference comes down to can Georgia's offensive line contain Josh Allen, Cass Janos, Jordan Jones, Derek Beatty, and Mike Edwards for the Kentucky Wildcats? And in all honesty, I don't think they can. I really, truthfully don't think they can. I've watched Georgia all year. Their offensive line has struggled. Their offensive line is not where it needs to be to be a championship caliber. The game is going to be crazy. It's going to be ugly. Kentucky wins 17-14 at Kroger Field, and Kentucky goes to Catlanta for the first time in school history. So the game of the day in the SEC, other than the Georgia-Kentucky game, Alabama travels to Baton Rouge to face the LSU Tigers. Alabama is a 14.5 point favorite. The over or under is set on 53.5. Tickets to $255. This game right here is huge, just like the battle for the SEC East. The winner of this game goes to Atlanta and represents the SEC West. This game right here is very interesting because I want to see if LSU can mask the physicality and if they have an answer for Alabama's offense. I don't think they do. I think Alabama struggles early in kind of a close game early. LSU hangs in there. Their defense hangs in there. I think Tua Takalua plays in the second half. Alabama rolls in the fourth quarter to a two-touchdown win. They're 14.5-point favorite. I'm going to take the spread. I like Alabama in this game. I think it's going to be crazy in Death Valley. But I just think Alabama has way too much. They have Tua Takalua. They have uh, Jerry Judy. They have Damian Harris. They have all these guys. Josh Jacobs. They have all these guys. And when thing about Alabama is they're four or five deep. They're not just one player deep. Like if Tua gets hurt, they get to bring in Jalen. If Damien gets hurt, they get to bring in Jacobs. I mean, they're two or three deep at every position. LSU is not LSU is not as well coached as Alabama. Speaking of, happy birthday to Nick Saban, 67 yesterday. So happy birthday to Nick Saban. Alabama goes into LSU, gets a huge, huge, huge win. And plays Kentucky for the SEC Championship in a David versus Goliath. Absolute mayhem in Catlanta. It's going to be awesome. It's going to be a great day of SEC football. So talk a little Breeders' Cup. This is my absolute favorite. Y'all know I love horse racing. You know I love the Breeders' Cup. You know I love Churchill Downs and Keelan. The races are at Churchill Downs this weekend. couple things I want to note here. I want to see how many of Bob Baffert's horses actually win. When you're looking up at the Breeder' Cup Juvenile Turf Sprint, this is for Friday's races. This is the this is the race that I really like to watch. Uh, this race is going to be a post time about five, about around five o'clock Central Standard Time. I really like Soldiers Call out of the two slot to win that race. Breeders' Cup Juvenile Phillies Turf. I'm looking at the odds a little bit. I like Paquette, and I think that that's a Kentucky Oaks horse, and the winner of that race actually goes on to face into the Kentucky Oaks. Breeders' Cup Juvenile, I like Tiger 10. He's at 30 at 1. He's a very good, I like his trainer. It's Bob Baffert horse. I'm going with Tiger 10 out of the Breeders' Cup Juvenile. Now on to Saturday. I tell you what, Saturday at the Breeders' Cup is going to be phenomenal. It's going to be awesome. I'm really looking forward to this. Actually, by the way, it's the richest day, richest weekend of horse racing in the uh in the name of horse racing. So it's pretty cool. So get your uh, get your money on a couple horses. Go on Twins Fire. Go on whatever you want to do and, you know, do that. But here's the races I'm looking forward to coming up on Saturday. You've got the Longins Turf. You've got the Longins Distaff and the Mile. The Twins Fire Sprint. Makers Mark Philly and Mayor Mark Turf. That, that race right there is going to be very interesting because the winner of that also goes on to
to the Kentucky Oaks next weekend. So I'll tell you what, I'm going to do a Facebook Live tomorrow. We're going to talk about all the horses. We're going to talk about, uh, make my final predictions for some college football games. But we are going to be joined by Sean Smith today. He's going to, from Go Big Blue Country, be talking Kentucky. He's going to be talking Georgia. He's going to give me his predictions. And tomorrow we're going to do a Facebook Live at 11 o'clock. I'm going to do all my Saturday horse races. And I'm going to also do the Kentucky-Georgia preview and another Alabama-LSU preview. I want to thank you all for tuning in to the Mitch Davis Show. Follow me on Twitter, Mitch Davis underscore 8. Like us on Facebook at The Mitch Davis Show. And also, make sure you subscribe to the podcast at The Mitch Davis Show on Apple Podcasts, on SoundCloud, everywhere you can listen to podcasts. We are there. want to thank you all for tuning in. Shout out to all my Facebook viewers. Had a lot of viewers on this. And shout out to everybody who listens to the podcast. I will holler at y'all tomorrow at 11 o'clock Central Standard Time on Facebook Live. We're going to talk about the Breeders' Cup. I'm going to give all my picks. We're going to have... Uh, Give your betting guide, basically, to the Breeders' Cup. So it's going to be a really fun day tomorrow. Uh, Looking forward to watching horse racing and football. Talk to you all later. Catch you all on the flip side.